the Toronto Raptors lose to the Orlando Magic by the final score you see on your screen. In you see on your screen here, 113 109. And after this quick drop, I'm here. After also a word from our local podcast, I am here to recap it all up for you as we get set for Raptors and the and the Magic Game 2. So it does not mean that even though they lost this game, it does not mean the Raptors can't come back and beat Orlando in round two. So in our after our drop and a word from our local podcast that run with us, as well as our post-game intro music, we're here entering with some holiday music to get us started on our leadoff segment. It's the Raptors. It's the Magic. Game one from Friday night post-game show right here on Sports for Beginners. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and I welcome you if you're a Raptors fan, if you're a Mav- if you're a Magic fan, if you're a if you're a Pens fan, but you love the Raptors. We've also got some breaking news from the other side, not not on the floor in basketball. We've got some news from the Blue Jays that has just broke. We'll get into all of that on this post-game show. It's the wrap. It's the magic. Friday night post-game show right here on Sports for Beginners after this drop and a word from our local podcast station. This is the Raptors and Magic in one post-game show as we get you set up for Sunday night poop in Orlando between both of these teams, the Raptors and the Magic. We've got post-game reaction from the Raptors. From the magic, the recap, game highlights, game balls, top performers of the night, and the player of the game, and much more, including breaking news outside of the outside of the NBA. As we get closer to the new season of of the major league base of major league breaking news and post-game stuff all on this Raptors and Magic post-game show after this quick world.
Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before before they kick off, we bring to you the post the pre-game show, and then the post-game show follows right afterwards. Now, let's get to your host, Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio. 
Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to Raptors and Welcome to Raptors and Magic post-game show from Friday, December the 8th. Uh, make sure I get this right. Sorry, December 9th, 2022. We've got post-game reaction from Raptors player Pascal Siakam, Nick Nurse, head coach of the Raptors. We've got post-game reaction from head coach Jamal Mosley, players Paolo Bantro and Franz Wagner, and Markel Fluitz. Sorry if I get the name wrong in advance, but... We've got we got those guys coming up for us. We got it coming up. We just launched our episode of the uh, Penguins and the Sabers game two goes tonight. Game two goes tonight at seven o'clock Eastern time on a very nice hockey night in Canada. Uh, that is not a part of Hockey Night in Canada, but you can watch all of the Hockey Night in Canada with Steve Dangle. On YouTube, you can watch Hockey Night in Canada on CBC and Sportsnet. We are here to talk about the Raptors and the rap the Raptors and the Magic. So let's not waste any time here with our opening segment and get right down to the game stats. We don't have a game summary, but that's okay. We have. We have players to get to. We have the game stats. And we don't have a status of fans, but that's okay. Not that's okay. We don't need it. Um, the Raptors lose this one 113-109 on Friday night, December 9th, 2022, December 9th. So that all being said, let's move in to our NBA highlights from this game, and we'll get to hearing from the head coaches, hearing from players, 
all in our middle segment as part of our game ball segment. For this segment, we're doing highlights. We're doing we're doing the player of the game. We're doing my we're doing the game stats. And we are also going to talk a little bit of baseball in our opening segment. In the middle segment and our third and final segment, we are going to do look ahead in the final segment. We're going to get you a look at what is on tap today for the rap for the NBA. And we are going to take one final look at the Penguins and Sabres exact starters. It wasn't confirmed when we were, were recording the podcast for the Penguins and Sabres post-game show. That should be confirmed by now. Uh, if it's not already, I believe it's going to be Casey DeSmith versus Lukadin. But if not, and things do change, and things do change, sorry about that, that was my phone. Uh, that actually was playing some of our stuff that we're going to get to in this segment. Because the Blue Jays have made, according to reports, have made a move to acquire Kevin Kiermeyer. So Jays fans, as part of a Q&A that, that will be in the description, how are you feeling about this move with the Jays? Let us know at Sports for Beginners or you or go to a vo or go to do a voice message by going to anchor anchor.fm slash Scott Python McGregor dash sports slash message. And be sure you give us permission to use your pot to use it on air to give you a shout out if you would like us to do so if not you do not have to worry we don't we don't we won't necessarily do that we will respect your decision because that's what we're about all right post game time well back to post game time and here we go here are the highlights of Raptors and Magic. On the year, much better at home. We talked about this last weekend. They are 10 and 3 at home, only 3 and 9 on the road. Loco in the starting lineup. He'll play about 15 minutes per game. Siakam, a three point attempt is good to get the Raptors off to a good start. It's funny the perspective from this angle. Oh, right, a lot right, of times right. I'm like, that's off. And it, they, somehow they find their way in. Allo Bancaro delivers the first points of the night. Yeah, I really like it. The big thing about playing this Raptor team is you've got to get shot opportunities. It's great execution. That's too easy. Red fleet to the baseline. Top jumper. Got it. Over Markel Fultz. Over. Crossing over Van Fleet. Sets up Fultz to the corner three. Good again. Picked up his run. No, he has not picked up his run. He'll drive into the paint. Ball with the long reach to Vanderbilt. Shot and put it in. 
Do you think the officials get caught up in like the amaze, getting amazed by Paul sometimes? One hundred They won't admit it. <laughs> Boy, he played well oh, up man. in he did. Toronto last Saturday. Pascal Siakam is playing well tonight. See, he's just prepared for the hit. It wasn't any. Finishes tough layup. He's got eight. Great size. Siakam, good again. There's Schofield, an offensive rebound. Anthony, second chance, three ball. Got it. I like what he did there. Took a dribble to get himself in yep. rhythm. Barnes picks him up. Bamba. A couple years ago, I thought Boucher had the longest arms I'd ever seen until. Wagner, <laughs> screen from Bamba. Long three is on its way. Good. 37 point first for David. This, I think the thing I like, I like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good one on one. We've 39 27. Ross fakes the handoff and attacks. Wagner gets into the lane. Oh, Spins back man. to his left. Hitting the defender, allowing Cole to get down here. Anthony to the cutting. Wagner. Yes. That's what Franz does so well. Good to have these guards back, Cole and Markel. Franz play off the ball a little bit. He's so good at it. Trent is a very capable time. And Siakam has the rebound. He'll hurry it up the floor. Gary Trent Jr. for three. Gary Trent did the same. Yeah. Another dribble to get himself in rhythm. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Boston Celtics. That's right. They're playing in the playoffs. That's right. We had a 66. We had bad holes. Crushing us. Surly mood. Cam <laughs> Birch. Magic trapping and scrambling now. Yeah, but look at the Raptors. They have caught fire. His first five for that one. Bull off the dribble. That's good. And a foul. Kevon Harris. Short for three. Rebound Van Vliet. Siakam pushing it. Nice bounce ahead to Ananobi. Van Caro went for the steal. How many? 24 years? 26, 28, 32. And Carroll for three. Got it from straight away. To a commercial we have hit. So let's take a look at the game stats. And just the one thing here I want to look at here. Um... So there are two ads here. So we got we got some time to get through these all. I apologize if I go too quickly. So the Raptors shot 42.4% from three. Or sorry, from the field. It, that was how that that was how many they made in this game. You can actually watch game two on Sportsnet. Note the start time 6 p 6 p.m. Eastern time from Orlando is the tip. Orlando, back to this, back to the game stats here. Orlando Magic had 59.2% of good field goals made. 59.2%. They were 59.2% from the field. From three, they were 38 point, they were shooting 38.5% and making 38.5% of their threes. 
the Raptors were shooting and making 28.6% of their threes. The Raptors made 81.8% of their three throws that they had at the line. Meanwhile, 90.5% of the Magic three throws went in. The Raptors turned the ball over 17 times, 18, eight, a whopping 18 for the Magic. Check in here to see if our highlights are back. The rebound, by the way, 43 for the Magic, 33 for the Raptors. Raptors, 23 assists. Oh, now we're back. Okay, we're back. Now we're back. Let's go back a bit. And I'll bring you back to the highlights. Now we're back, but let's wrap that up there. Uh, 24 assists. 24 assists to the Raptors, 23 assists for the game. And again, the Magic had four, 43 rebounds and 33 rebounds the Raptors had. Okay, game stats are done. We're going to get to the game. We're going to get to the player of the game and the top performers of the game in our opening segment. Plus, in our middle segment, before we do game balls, we are going to talk, we are going to hear from both sides of the court. So let's continue with our highlights. For three, got it from straight away. <laughs> Big possession here. I'd like to see the pick and roll, which has given them success. Getting downhill, creating shots for everyone. There it is. That's downhill. Is that downhill enough for you? There you go. That's a great challenge to break that one up. Maybe got a piece of that one. Got away with the turnover. Franz crossing over against Barnes. They're two of the top. And Carroll and Wagner, big offensive games. Bold to Wagner to Van Carroll. Fultz for three. Three for three tonight. Now Van Fleet on a switch. Bold give it go with Wagner. Soft floater is. Wagner going to set it back up. Drive on Ananobi. Count the basket and the foul. And Fleet ran out of room and turned it over. Look at Wagner lead the break right down the middle. Steps right past the nine in the quarter for Franz. I don't know what you do in that situation because he's going to make you wrong. Raptors cut it back to 13. 81, 68, 729 left. Three. And Caro to bowl for two. Oh, that action. <laughs> Just a tall traffic cone. <laughs> Here is Wagner again. He is in the zone right now. 32 for Franz Wagner. 20-point lead for the Magic. Right Van Fleet. Yeah. And a foul on Mo Wagner. Anthony on the floor now to Mo Wagner. Two defenders there, they take it away. Siakam. Boucher with the dunk. Three minutes to play in the third. Trent over Bowl. Good for two. Ananobi. 
Knocks one through. Shot rebounded by Anthony. It's a good challenge by Paolo without fouling. And Carroll, four black shirts surrounding him. Whoa. He scores anyway. Uh. And the foul. Say, I come to Van Vliet. Boucher. Nice bounce on the back door and a foul on Schofield. Siakam will get a three-point chance. Get to the free throw line a lot what they did versus the Clippers. Yeah, you're going to see them changing defenses, scrambling a little bit. You got to be able to see it, read it, make the next pass. And the other thing is protected. You see how it affects the game. The Magic shooting it well. They've got 53 field goal attempts. The Raptors, they've got 64. That's what they do. They just get more possession. Trent to Young, Thaddeus Young, a three-point shot. It's good. Young for his career, about 33%, only 19% this year. You're right, he can shoot it. Anthony, nice behind the back. Multiple maneuvers and a toss off the glass. Head to Boucher. Left the hook shot, short rebounded by Pompa. Awkward shot. Vancaro steps between two. Schofield back to Fultz. Shot clock is down to five. A jumper's good by Fultz. Man, he bailed him out with a big time shot. With all right, back to the highlight, back to the highlights in just a moment. So we're gonna get to our player of the game here. Back to the highlights in just a moment. We'll start with our top performers. So the first top performer of the game which will be on the Raptors' side, is going to be a man we're going to hear from as soon as our highlights are over. And that, or, and we get to our second segment. That is Pascal Siakam, 38 minutes played, 36 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 13 of 27 from the field he shot. He made 2 of 9 threes he had, 8 of nine three throws three offensive rebounds six defense rebounds two personal fouls one turnover okay we're back we're back to highlights so we're gonna get to our player or our top performer of the game for the magic in just a moment and that will lead us to game balls which will be coming up after our quick break and a word that we hear from both sides of the floor. We'll start with the Raptors when we come back on our, when we come back on our middle segment. But right now, let's wrap up highlights. And fleet. Siakam. Two points for Pascal. The Wagners. Back on the floor is Bo Bo as well. Trent on the screen. Missed the jumper short, but tapped in by Siakam crashing the glass. 5.19 left. Bolts bounces it to Mo Wagner. Went up for the dunk and managed to bank it in. He was going to throw it down. I love the joy with which he plays the game. The energy, enthusiasm. Siakam from up top. Got it for three. What a night for Pascal. That's 14 fouls on the Magic. Siakam, too strong off the glass. 
Rebound and put back to cut the lead. That's the echo because he's, you see, he's just disrupting everything yeah. they're trying to do. Fultz trying to work his way against him. Here's a 15-footer by Mo Wagner, a big shot. That's huge. Clown on its feet. Fultz the screen. Fultz spins. Fultz like fires. No good. Put back in. Franz Wagner to the rescue. 18 in the game. Siakam guarded by Vantero. On a handoff to Van Fleet. He backs it out. Now accelerates. Fires. Blocked by Kevon Harris. Might have gotten the piece. It's short. And a foul on Barnes. Got it. Jamal Mosley saying, do no not foul. foul. <laughs> exactly. Do not foul. Magic win. 113-109. 113 109 that is the final score of the basketball game we've got some holiday music on the horizon as we wrap up our mid as we wrap up our opening segment but before we wrap it all up before we wrap it all up in a nice little pretty bow, let's get to let us get to the let us get to our our Orlando Magic player of the game, or rather our top performer of the game. And that's going to go to Sage Wagner. Wagner, 32 minutes on the floor he spent, and he scored big points. 34 points in the game for him. Five rebounds, two assists, two steals, no blocks. Well, he was 12 of 15 from the field. Two of four from three. Eight, eight for eight. A perfect eight for eight at the line. Four defensive rebounds, one offensive rebound, two two fouls, one turnover to, to him. This man right here is the player of the game for, and that's Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony is our player of the game for the Orlando Magic. 23 minutes he spent on the floor off the bench, 18 points. Three rebounds, five assists, one steal, no blocks, seven. Uh, he was seven of 10 from the field. He was seven of 10 from the field. Yeah, okay, I, I don't have it shared, but that's okay. We're actually going to share the screen now. So again, seven of 10 from the field is, is Cole Anthony's total. He was three for five with three pointers, one for two at the line. That's okay. No offensive rebounds, three defensive rebounds, four fouls. This guy was a foul machine and four turnovers. Dalan, Banton, and Malachi Flynn were or did not practice in this game. Justin Champagne, Jeff Downton. Ron Harper Jr., 
Juanico uh, Herna Gomez and Otto Porter Jr. were scrap were inactive for this game. For the Raptors, we'll see what they do on Sunday. Inactive for this game was Wendell Carter Jr., Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, Truma Truma Oakley or Oki, and Jalen Suggs were inactive for this game. Also inactive, but did not practice. R.J. R.J. Hempton and Caleb Houston and Caleb Houston. All right. Who is getting who gets the rubber for our player of the game for Toronto? You know what? Let's give it to 35 minutes, 20 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, no blocks, eight of 16, four of 10 from three, did not go to the line, no offense rebounds, two defense rebounds, two fouls, two turnovers. We're I'm talking about Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. Now we don't have a lot of guys to hear from from the Raptors or the Magic, but we actually well we actually have a couple of people to hear from from the Magic, but we don't have a lot of people to hear from from the Raptors. That is all coming up when we continue on Sports for Beginners the podcast. This is the post game show of. Raptors and Mavericks, or sorry, not Mavericks. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. Raptors and Magic post game show from post game show from Friday night. These two teams will do it all again on Sunday, and we are going to talk more about that in our final segment, where we give you the look ahead. I'm going to give you some podcast news. And before we wrap up our segment of the middle segment, we're getting into the news that I've been telling you we're going to get into regarding the Blue Jays. I won't say more than that. So after this drop and after a quick break, it's time to hear from the players and the coaches starting on the Raptors side. So. Pascal Siakam, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, then head coach, Jamal Mosley, followed by players, Paolo Banchuro and Franz Wagner and Markel Fulitz. All coming up when we continue on our middle segment and also on the middle segment, we are going to get into the news or the latest news surrounding the Blue Jays. So keep so keep it locked here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. The post game show continues right after this. Coming up on Hoops Fest Post Game Show Friday Night Edition, Raptors and Magic. We hear from Pascal Siakam. We hear from Nick Nurse, Kamal Mosley, 
Paolo, Paolo Blanchero, Blanchero, Franz Wagner, and Martel Schultz. Plus, it's the Game Ball segment. And what's going on in Blue Jay Land? Plus, the look ahead after the sun after Sunday's game between the Magic and Raptors. All of that coming up when we continue on Magic and Raptors Friday night edition of the post game show. All of it coming up. We continue to. sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Welcome back to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We're sending you back to Thomas, sorry, Scott, in just a second. But coming up on this segment of the show, we hear from Pascal Siakam, Nick Nurse, Jamal Mosley, and Magic Clay, and... Orlando Magic players. This is the Toronto Raptors and the Orlando Magic post-game show Friday night edition. 
We've got another one coming your way after the game airs on Sunday. So be sure to check this out before then. But don't don't rush through episodes. And as this song says, this big fella in red is coming to town. So with that, we send you back to Scott. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am your favorite host, Scott McGregor, or I'm just your host, Scott McGregor, whatever you want to call it. Welcome back to Sports for Beginners, the podcast, regardless. You heard, you heard our, you heard our voiceover that we did, even though you probably already heard, you probably heard me, but regardless. You probably heard me, but regardless, we're back to the action here. It's the Raptors and the Magic post-game show from Friday night. We've got Nick Nurse. We've got Pascal Siakam. We've got Jamal Mosley. We've got pa- Pablo, Pablo Blanchur and Franz Wagner and, Marca, and Markel Fultz to hear from. We'll hear from the Magic in moment in moments after our game ball segment but kicking us off this segment is pascal siakam post game and of course we'll hear what head coach nick nurse had to say so let's hear what both of these men had to say after the game despite losing 113 109 on friday night and raptors fans this is definitely something that we could learn from because we got we got a night on Sunday night to come back and beat them and beat the Magic. But Magic fans enjoy the victory because victories don't come easily don't come easily in in any league that you come up to. And before we do get to Pascal, I do want to mention that in this segment we also are going to touch on some Blue Jays news that was just breaking as we actually began to start this podcast. So it's news regarding Kevin Kiermeyer. So we'll get to, we'll get you that news right after we hear from both sides of the floor. We're starting with the Raptors and then we'll do game balls. And then we will get to our and then we will get to our news regarding the the Toronto Blue Jays outside of the NBA. Here is Pascal Siakam after the game. Uh, you guys had a couple of stretches in that game where you were pretty dominant. Just looked at the turnover. Start of the first quarter. Start of the third. Just came to the old Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, like the, the number, like the way the game went, speak for itself. Like, I think when we're on them and, and doing what we do best, like we got stops and when we didn't do that, like they, they, they you know, they scored and, and, and they had what they wanted. So I think that's just the difference of the game right there. Is there something you guys 
I don't know. I don't know. I think again, it's just not much we can say. We just gotta do it. Like we just gotta go. We just gotta go do it because we know we can do it. Um, you know, came out flat. You know, missed missed a couple of shots, and we're not getting stops. You know, um, like they they came out. You know, um, aggressive. The, the the first punch. You know, they threw the first half. Same thing. You know, all first quarter. Um, they did the same thing. So, um, you know, credit to them. Like they're home. You know. It's like it's easy to you know just get confidence early and 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 we're just kind of like battling the whole game, um, but but yeah we we gotta be better. You had a players meeting um, not too long ago, uh, and then you got some wins under your belt, and then of course a night like this happened. How frustrating is it? And just how you approach talking to? I mean, again, like I think at the end of the day, it's like it's like this, right? Like we <laughs> we we come in and. I think you know for for everyone it's like oh we're supposed to win right but it's like it's the NBA like not like there's not games where you're supposed to win at the end of the day like we all professionals and these these teams come in and and they play hard and they want to win and and you know and like we we gotta just have the same mentality against any team like that's that's the thing like we can't just come in expecting to win um, those those guys play well you know they, they they had a great rhythm early and and. Um, and and what, yeah, that's what happens when when we don't come out with the, the energy that we're supposed to early on, um, which is like the game, the, the difference from the game we played at home against them to to this game. The, the bad starts seem to be the team seems to be they're coming off the road all the time. They're coming in in the first quarter and get behind. And this is a team that historically good on the road. Do you, do you have any any theories as to why all of a sudden? Yeah, no. I, like again, I don't I don't look at games on on the road or away. Like at the end of the day, like I come into every single game with the same mentality, and um, I think you know, like I don't think it's like a away or home thing. Like it could be it could be a pure coincidence. Like to be honest, but the the fact is that that we you know like we're not doing what we're supposed to, and when we're not, like it shows. Uh, yeah. So we're hearing about, we're about to hear from Nick Nurse, but my goodness, I mean, this game, uh, this game just kind of went the Magic's way just to kind of clarify of what, uh, of what, of what Spicy P said, but, um, I mean, you know what, we will see what, we will see what happens. We will see what happens after the game. We will see what happens after the game. On uh, we will see what happens af- after the game on Sunday. But uh, you know, you you just got to be better. You just you just got to be better. I mean, it, it's hard to win in this league, but it, it's hard to win in any league. All right, let's go back to Nick Nurse. Here we go. Yep, we having a having a hard time. He was getting downhill and getting a lay, and it wasn't. He's getting it to the to the right hand layup a lot, right, lot right, and um, so we weren't getting him slowed. He's coming with a lot of speed. We weren't protecting the rim uh, very good, um, but there were some other ones guys doing the same thing too. Kind of early again, we have a road first quarter defensively that's. Not very good. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, we obviously, he was playing so well, we obviously had to switch to a lot of different schemes and coverages and stuff. And um, the particular scheme we're in at the time lended itself to Gary being on him, but he did battle him pretty hard. And we had a lot of good defensive possessions there for about the last 16, 17 minutes of the game. Well, um, it was it was to get us to guard a little better, right? But we think we made a couple subs as well, right? It just wasn't uh, that group didn't guard either to start either, you know, the first half or the second half. So it was just not the right group against that team tonight. So we had to make those changes, and that's that helped us. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's one of those times where you're not guarding them at all in man-to-man. So you might as well go zone and see see if that changes the rhythm. And so I always say, you know, you go zone and they make a shot. And everybody's like, oh, what did we go zone for? I was like, well, we weren't guarding them in man-to-man either, right? So it was just it was just trying to search to get some rhythm back for us in the game. We played, you know, we did a lot of different stuff. Um, actually fought pretty hard, I thought for the last, again, fixed 16, 17 minutes, about as hard as we could, um, but not very good at the start of either half. Dug ourselves huge, huge holes if you just took out the first five minutes of each half, probably, or not very good. Um, well, we tried to counter it a little better in the second half, right? Or when we when it became a big problem, we we did about three or four different things and seemed to seemed to be helping us uh, a little bit. But we did. You're right, though. We just again we weren't um, executing very well, you know, and letting them uh, get a, too good of a head start, and then and and lots of room in the middle, and not enough. At the end, so not very good at any any part of those things. Yeah. Um. Well, I just think we got a couple guys that aren't 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 getting ready to go at, at the defensive end um, on the road, right? I mean, it's you know we we talk to them about it. We we tell them. I mean, most teams are different at home than they are on the road. We you know we talk to them how they. How well they played the other night uh, against the Clippers. We talked to them about how they have a lot more energy and speed and pace, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna try to try to play in in the open floor a lot more and all that stuff. But we just weren't ready to match it, um, and that's disappointing. You know, it'd be one thing if, but it's 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 something we're gonna have to look at and and you know dissect it here pretty closely to see if we need to do something something different on the road. He was very good. I should have got him in there in the second half. He was very, very good. I thought his six minutes, I don't know what his plus minus was. What was it? Plus four, yeah. Um, probably should have got him some more minutes. I thought he was a difference maker in some of that driving that was going on, right? Christian was having a tough time with it. Bad, you know, those two guys, Kim came in there and kind of shut some of that off with his his help in the, uh, in the ball screen up the floor and then also at the rim. 
yeah, I mean, it, it, it probably doesn't help, you know, when you, when you, I don't know, I don't know if we beat them pretty, pretty bad at home the other day. It certainly probably doesn't help, you, but you gotta, you gotta be able to handle that, right? It's like, it's like, uh, you got a short memory, win or lose, right? And get ready to play and execute the game plan, but certainly can't be an excuse. This is, this is going to go on a lot. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that, you know, I say this all the time. I said it before the game. It does not matter who we're playing. It is all a matter about how we're going to execute. I, I mean, that could have been Boston out there tonight, and we've got to execute better, right? When we do, we're, we're, we're going, giving ourselves a chance to win against anybody. When we don't, we're giving ourselves a chance to lose against anybody. Kind of the nature of the league, but I think it's even more spotlighted a little bit on our team. There you have it. There is the Raptors. Time now for the game ball segment of the game, but a reminder that news on the Blue Jays front in Blue Jays land is on the horizon. We're going to MLB.com after game balls and after we hear from the after we hear from the Orlando Magic. By the way, the one of the questions that was asked was around seeing Orlando three days and eight or three times in eight days. And that actually checks out because even though the Raptors played the Lakers the other night before the other night before um, the other night or so before they played the mat before they played the Magic last night, they defeated the Lakers 113-126, but they also lost right after the game that they played where they won 121-108, they also lost to the Celtics 116-110. So, that being said, it, it all that you can pretty much say from Nick Nurse is you got to be you got to you got to be you got to be you got to be better. And you got to play better. So, lots coming up here. We are going to get to head coach Mosley, uh, Jamal Mosley, of the, of the team, the Magic, and Magic players. And I'm just going to actually set this up here because this is courtesy of Keegan Matheson. On the who covers the Blue Jays for the MLB for MLB.com. We're gonna get to that right after we do game balls, and we're here from the players and of course head coach Jamal Jamal Mosley. He's up next, but first we're gonna do player of the game as well as the game balls. Let's start with the game balls of the game. 
And the first game ball of the game is going to go to OG my for the Raptors. 44 minutes played for the Raptors on the floor for OG. 12 points on the game. He had eight. He had eight rebound. Eight rebounds. Two assists. Five. St- five steals. Five steals in this game. O- OG was working on steals. OG was working on steals. OG, you my you my man. OG, oh my goodness. Wow, five steals. You didn't have any blocks, but that's okay. Uh, you were two. You were two of seven shooting from the field from field goals. You didn't make any threes in the two that you had an opportunity of. You were zero for two. Eight of nine at the line. Not too shabby. Okay. No offensive rebounds. Defensive rebounds were eight, eight, eight. Wow, eight. Eight re eight defensive rebounds, four personal fouls, one turnover, one turnover, just one turnover. Okay. We'll get to the player of the game for the Raptors in just a second, but a guy we're gonna hear from in Markel Fultz is getting the game ball of the game for is getting the game ball of the game for the Orlando Magic. He played 25 minutes, 15 scored 15 points, three rebounds, five five assists, no steals, no blocks. He was six, he made six of nine of his field goals, was a perfect three for three shooting from three. Did not go to the line, did not have an offensive rebound, three defensive rebounds. Three fouls, three fouls, three fouls, and two and three turnovers. So a collection of threes. All right. How about we get a look at this man for our player of the game? The former Raptor, Terrence Ross, is our player of this matchup. He is our player of the matchup, Terrence Ross. 20 point, 20 minutes played, no points on the board, no rebounds, two assists, no steals, one block. You he did not. Oh my goodness, though. Even though I even though I gave him the player of the game. Oh my goodness. He was just having a bad night. He Terrence, you were just having a bad night on the floor tonight. You you had you did not make two or the two of the field goals you had shot at, and you did not make two of those threes you had a shot at. You didn't go to the line, you didn't have any offensive rebounds, any defensive rebounds, no. You had four fouls in this game, two turnovers. Okay, so that's interesting. Okay, I mean, I gave him a... Let's call that a pick-me-up player of the game. Player of the game for the Raptors. Number 23, Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. 37 minutes played in this game, 19 points, 
two rebounds, six assists, one steal, one block, five. You were five of 14, my friend. Two of nine, five of 14 from the field. You made five of 14 field goals. What you were, you made two of nine three pointers that you had. You were slightly perfect, slightly perfect, but no, but no one's perfect. So, slightly perfect for you, slightly perfect at the lot at the line. Seven of nine, no offensive rebounds, two defensive rebounds, two defensive rebounds, no, no fouls for Fred. Okay, that's good, that's good. But two turnovers, okay. Got to work on that. Game balls are out of the way. And we've done player of the game as well. So before we get to the breaking news surrounding the Jays, let's do what we want to do here and finish up hearing from players and coaches. So here we go. Here is the coach of. The yes, the here is the coach of the of the here is the coach of the Orlando Magic Jamal Mosley. Coach, uh, Franz was big for you all night, but. That put back with about 30 seconds left. How, how much does that exemplify what he's all about? He's about winning. Uh, we, I've said that we've said this from the beginning of the year. He's one of the most competitive guys I've been around uh, and add to the basketball IQ on top of that. That's what makes him special. Your group's defense over that second to last possession, first to force them into the timeout and then the contest by, by Kevon Harris, uh, just how, how, Good. Did you, and what did you like about that defensive sequence? That we got to stop. I think they honed in onto what we talked about in the timeout, knew where the ball was going. Uh, each guy took on the challenge for guarding their man as well as trying to finish the possession out with the rebound, defending without fouling, obviously making them take a tough, tough contested two. <clears throat> we, we talked about Paolo's free throws before the game, but to, to step in and hit those clutch shots late and even – the other night against the Clippers in overtime to hit those. What does it say about him as a rookie to be able to step in in those clutch moments and, and come through for his team? That he's continuing to put that work in. Uh, you know, he's in the gym early. Uh, he's taking his time shooting with our shooting coaches. Our guys do a great job with him and, help, you know, helping him slow the game down, see the things that he needs to do. But he's also not afraid of big moments. This is Wicks. We're going to get back to Jamal in just a second. Oh. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get back to Jamal in just a second here. Uh, we got to an ad here. So while we have the ad, let's actually go to, let's actually go and read a little bit on what's going on here. But just a reminder that we did release, it released an hour ago and it's now available uh, wherever you get your podcast. So Pens fans and Sabre fans, if you're looking for something to check in to, even though it's a little late to the party. Check out game one of our of the home and home series between the Penguins and Sabres. Check that all out. That's coming your way as well. Game two is coming your way. 
to the news of the day that we are going to cap in this podcast. We capped off a couple of things in our penguins and and our penguins and uh, sabers game one post game show that released an hour ago. You can check that out now. It's an it's two hours and three minutes, or it's two hours three minutes and seventeen seconds. So hopefully that you hopefully you're able to get through all of it. You do not have to rush through it. Um. But that has just released. It's a bonus episode. It's not so just in case anyone wants to know, it's not a actual episode. And if you look at Apple Podcasts, you see that we have more episodes than what than what I lead on to. But ideally, we're only going to have nine, 19 episodes of this show for season one because we're going into our Christmas break, our season break after our Friday episode with Thomas, Allie, and lots of lots of guests that we could probably have in attendance. And one of them I interviewed on episode 17 of the podcast, Jason Boychuk. Now I needed permission to use, or sorry, now I wanted to have permission to use the interview I did with Jason on the podcast and once i got it we did the recording and then you you were able to now see it on our podcast so go to where go to your favorite podcatcher and check us out or check it out oh oh that was that was the coach so we went into the commercial that was the coach we went into the commercial at the time of the players who we have left to hear from we're gonna get to them in just a second but let's get to what i was trying to get to which is kevin kiermeyer kevin kiermeyer is a blue jay where did that come from let's read a little bit about what What's in store of Ke- as of Keegan Matheson? This article came up at about 2.21 p.m. Eastern Time today. And it's breaking news. Kevin Kiermaier agrees to deal with Blue Jays sources. So that's what Keegan is saying. So let's hear what he's got. Or say, let's read what he's got. Toronto, the Blue Jays have the Blue Jays have reached an agreement with Kevin Kiermeyer to add the longtime Rays cornerstone to their new look outfield. Sources told MLB.com's Mark Fiancy, Mark Fianson, and Juan and Juan and Juan Torrio on Saturday. Sorry if I get the name wrong. I apologize. Kiermeyer's deal. First reported by Sportsnet, Shai Davidi, Shai Davidi is a pending physical and not yet been made official by the club, and has and it has not yet been made official by the club. The 32-year-old played 10 seasons played 10 seasons with the Rays and the Blue Jays, and the Blue Jays became all too familiar with his defensive excellence. And he collected three gold gloves, gold glove awards, 
with the American League East rival. That glove is at the core of Toronto's attraction to Kiermaier's to Kiermaier, but his exact role could depend on whether another outfield addition is coming. Last season, Kiermaier was limited to 63 games with the Rays batting 280, or sorry, batting two, batting two, batting 228. Let me say that again, 228, with with an on-base percentage of 649 on-base percentage. In a down year, he battled hip inflammation throughout the year through receiving quartzine shots beginning in spring training, and he eventually underwent surgery on that hip to address an imp an implant, an implegement, and repair a torn labrum. Sorry if I am getting some words mixed up here. I'll try to make sure I get them all good. Following the season, the Rays did not decline Kiermaier's thirteen million dollar club option for a two for a two point five million dollar buy buyout, making him a making him a free agent at the time. At the time, Kiermaier was expected to return to full activity in the new year and be ready for opening day. What the Blue Jays are hoping for is something closer to Kiermaier's 21 season. His 21st season. His His last healthy stretch of strong play when he hit two when he hit 259 with an with uh with a 716 on base percentage OP- OPS in the field Kiermaier was worth 12 outs above average during that season the third highest among MLB center fielders behind only Michael A Taylor Her- and Harrison Bader Kiermaier brings some legitimate speed too and while it doesn't show in stolen base totals he could step in as one of the fastest players on this roster from day one. More, check out the article by going to mlb.com slash bluejays slash news slash Kevin Kiermeyer dash blue dash jays dash deal. So check out that story and check out it or, and check it out as the as more information becomes available, more information should become available, but that is the news we have from from the Blue Jays' latest breaking news. Kevin Kiermaier is possibly going to be a Blue Jay. Now, we don't know that for sure. Like, is it is it a sure thing that Kiemeyer is going to be a Blue Jay? We won't know that until the club makes it official, and we also don't know what the trade de- or what the details of the on the contract are. So we'll keep an eye on that. But while we keep an eye on that, let's continue 
hearing from the Magic on the post-game show here for the Raptors and Magic. So I just thought I would get that out to you guys. And it is time to rejoin that. Strong defensive team. You guys are going against for you guys to shoot the way that you did tonight. How, how big is that? You know, what were you really doing offensively? Felt so Defensively? What do you mean, just in general? I think, um, I mean, I think this game shows that it works with what you're telling us. They're trying to get to the to the paint uh, and then from there uh, one is really good at uh, you know collapsing to the paint and defending uh, that room so you know that second and third act when when you get back to that most of the time so uh, i think it's a credit to how we move uh, the basketball around you know let everybody uh, touch it hello say I'm you know, real comfortable. You know, I think it's just um, my teammates believing, believing in me. Um, and we all trust each other in those moments. Um, you know, we trusted Markel with that last shot. Um, Bronze got the rebound and put it back. And then we trust each other on that defensive possession throughout the end. Um, me and Markel, you know, the plan wasn't really to switch, but we ended up switching. You know what I'm saying? Believe him on Siakam. So I think just trust that we have with the team. I don't mind seven other three. Understand that this has been a bit of a rough stretch before um, the LA win. Um, how does it feel to get back to back wins? Home crowd, both having such crowd that uh, play a part in building a lot of camaraderie. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think even in the games that we struggled, I think we feel that crowd is into it, uh, that they believe in us. I think nights like this, when they see that work hard, try our best out there, and you know, they're going somewhere. The old spice sweat defense dries. Back to the boys, back to the boys in just a moment. And while we have, a, and while we have a moment, I mean, I know the ads are going to run down quickly. So what we're going to do here is we're going to stop, uh, we're gonna stop the we're gonna stop the we're gonna stop the guys before they start speaking again. Uh, and then we're gonna continue. But before we do, I have something for Penn's fans who are tuning into this game. Here we go. So Penn's and Sabres fans. Here is a big thing that I think you'll like to pay attention to. Courtesy of Penn's Twitter. Penn Stall, the Penguins find a way. In last night's thrilling marquee matchup, the Penguins netminders stood tall against an opportunistic Sabres squad. One moment here. We'll get that going again for you. 
but this is the Penguins pregame message. Against all odds, the Penguins. Against all odds, the Penguins find a way. It lasts. All right, here we go. Sorry about that. I keep doing that again, but uh, here we go. This is Pens and Sabres game preview. Here, if you notice, we went across, we went between the pipes in this. So this is what we're gonna get uh, get out of the way before we continue with our post game show. So Pens and Sabres fans, if you're listening to this podcast at this time. Be sure you check this out. Unless you've already checked it out at penguins dot at nhl.com slash penguins slash video. Against all odds, the penguins find a way. In last night's thrilling marquee matchup, the penguins netminder stood tall against an opportunistic saber squad. Number 59 opened the scoring in Buffalo after cashing in on the power play. But with two quick answers from the Sabres, the remaining 20 minutes of play would be a test of will for the boys. We'll wait for that to come back. Black and gold. Crosby played net to keep the puck in the zone. What a play. That's the middle. It's hit behind the same Penguins' goal was met with a response from the Sabres. With the team's deadlock at the end of regulation, it was Big Jeff Carter's turn to play overtime hero. There's Malkin in the slot. Left side, Raquel throws it in front. Carter puts it in! Tonight, round two of the home-at-home series continues. It's the Penguins versus the Sabres. It's the Penguins and the Sabres. We will have the post-game show for you for you after the hockey after the hockey game, but it's the Penguins versus the Sabres. Round two. And the third of three meetings between these two teams of the season plays out in the Berg. Coming up next, as Josh mentioned, that is the voice of the Penguins Radio Network, Josh Getzoff, and he will be, or and after some time off, he is due to due to COVID reasons. He is back in the booth with the old two niner himself, Phil Borg. So if you are looking for a game, Pens fans, if you can't find it on TV, you know where to go. The home of the Pens and the best Pens coverage, WXDX FM Pittsburgh, which is an iHeart radio station, and you can stream it on the Penguins app. Download the app and see for yourself. All right, back to what we're recapping here. Here we go. We're hurt. we're hearing right now from Paolo Banchuro and Franz Wagner. Markel Fultz is still to come here on our is still to come here on our post game show. 
we are going to get to him. Well, let's hear, well, let's continue hearing from the guys that we are currently hearing from as we continue. In our middle segment, which was Game Balls, player of the game, we already did the top performer in the, or off the top of the show. Uh, so we are going to move on with hearing from the players. Hearing with hearing from the players, and we are going to run in to our final segment with one final look at the one final look, one final look, final look at the daily at daily face off to determine whether the goaltenders I mentioned during the post game show slash pregame show of the Pens and Sabres game one that final on Friday night in a four three win for the in a four three win for the Pens in overtime. We are going to do one quick one quick checkup there and give you the look ahead, and with that, that will wrap us up. This may also be two hours, so bear with us. All that being said, let's get back to the show and who we're hearing from. I think to start the game, I think I got a couple drives off the second and third action when you know defense had to move a little bit. I saw the ball go and had a couple of free throws early. And then after that, I think a couple came in transition and uh, and pick and roll through the flow of the game where uh, I think it's hard for, for defense to be in on one player. And uh, I think that's that's something Eric needs to do to play with the flow in the offense and, you know, not, not take shots. Following up on that, just how much easier is it to kind of play within that flow? Yeah, it uh, you know, makes it a lot easier. You have guys that know how to know how to play, know uh, when to make what decisions. Um, we have so many guys that that can handle the ball and make with the ball that uh, I think that's that's really uh, you know when we can reach our potential. All those guys. Ron, just talked to coach. All just wanted to know. Probably from uh, probably from being a little brother, uh, yeah, getting you know losing a lot of one-on-one games, uh, out on the playground, all types of games uh, as a kid, and um, you know I think early on I always played. So Paul talked about this a couple of days ago, but you and Marco, like you guys, kind of starting to click, understand one another. What's helped that? What's helped? I guess that. I think it's just um, you know, me and um, just come together and you know, with the rest the rest of us, realizing the pace he plays at, the pace we want to play at, and just how much better we look playing at that pace, steering the ball, um, and everyone's you know touching. I think you know Markel's all of us are unselfish, so we know that you know when someone else has the ball, great chance to get back. And uh, someone make a play. 
that, you know, you don't find Pastor, you know, Markel, whoever, you know, they're going to make the right decision. You know, Kel's a great point guard. You know, always trusting the ball. Franz had a big night for you guys all night, but that, that putback bucket, just how big was that? How much does it exemplify what you saw? Huge. I think that's probably one of his biggest rebounds in his career. Uh, but, again, I think it just shows how versatile and how our mindset is to do whatever we need to do. And seeing a guy tonight, Franz, that shows you a variety of ways the basketball, but doing it in the flow of the offense, you know, just playing his game and believing in the work he put in. So, a big time rebound, big time putback. That's what Franz does. Big time player. It's just exciting to be out there with him. Continue to see him grow. What you really like about your defensive effort as a group over that second to last possession, first to force them to call the time, get the kid past the second half? Uh, I think the biggest thing is we competed. That's first, and stay disciplined to the game plan. Uh, we didn't foul. We ended up getting a stop. Big rebound. You know, huge for us. So, again, when it comes down to those moments, it's all about, you know, relying on each other, having each other's back, doing whatever we need to do to get a stop. And we did that. Back to uh, our final man in just a moment. We're hearing from Markel Fluitz in just a minute. We are back. We're back to him in just a moment. So the venue here was Am Amway Center in in Orlando, Florida, and that's where we find both of these post game shows and just both of these post games. So while we have the moment. And I'm going to stop the shared screen for the moment and make sure that I stop it when the ad finishes up here. But breaking news, Jeff Skinner has been suspended three games. So he is not going to play in the... So I don't believe he will play in this game. He has been suspended for three games. After the hit he made on, after the hit he he caused on Jake Gensel. Back to Markel Phillips in just a second here. Also breaking news. Jamie Oleksiak is also getting a suspension for three games after his hit. He he is getting suspended for three games without pay for an illegal check to the head of Washington Capitals defenseman Alexander Alexiev. During any during NHL game number four hundred and twenty-seven in Washington D.C. on Friday not on Friday night last night, or on Friday December 9th, 
the, the National Hockey League Department of Players Safety announced today that or the incident occurred at 9.43 in the of the second period. Oleksiak was assessed a match penalty under the terms of the collective bargaining agreement and based on his average annual salary, Oleksiak will forfeit quite a bit of money $74,594.58 The money goes to the Players Emergency Assistance Fund. So how much money do we all think Skinner got? Oh wow, he find he got fined it. He had to for he had to forfeit a whole a whole bunch more. You can you can read all the articles on on nhl.com or you can read them by going on to the NHL app. Pens and Sabers coming up. Post game shows coming up on our podcast after we get out of here, after we get out of here and after we Right. And after we see the game wrap up tonight from Pittsburgh. So a quick reminder, though, to fans, if you saw my Instagram story, the Pens and Sabres postgame show game two will drop on Sunday before you hear this one drop. This podcast one, this podcast drop. But it could drop, but this podcast could drop before we drop that podcast of Penguins and Sabres game two of the home and home series, round two of the home and home series between the Sabres and Pens. But third meeting of the year and last meeting and last meeting of the year of three of three meetings between the Buffalo between the Buffalo Sabres and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So you will probably hear that before you hear Penguins and Sabres game two of the podcast. Game two of the podcast post-game show. We will get that to you after the game goes final. You will still get Jets and Bills post-game show on Sunday. You also will get Magic and Raptors game two, as they do it all again on Sunday. Tomorrow, they do it all again tomorrow in Orlando. They do it all again tomorrow. More on that in our final segment, but you'll hear that post game show probably given or probably airing on Monday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And with that, let's get back to Markel Fultz, who we probably might hear from after the game on Sunday. Especially in the early first quarter, ball, maybe some of the best ball we've ever had. What do you think? I think it's just again we continue to learn each other. Uh, the, the the way we're trying to play is like that, and. Uh, that's something that I think we're all starting to realize, you know, especially with me trying to push the pace every time I'm out there. I think the guys are starting to realize that's the way our team plays. Young, athletic, 
want to make everybody you know, a threat. So uh, I think we, we did a great job of that tonight. I just think that tonight we actually results of making shots and getting the shots that we wanted. So, again, something that we got to continue to build on. Build in turnovers, but again, um, it's all about trying to get a little bit better each and every day. And I think we did. You know, um, three, 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 second game, career, guys, four, two, three, three. I think more of that late. Um, how many head? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is something that I'm doing every game. I'm just going to continue to be aggressive, take what the defense gives me, um, putting a lot of work on all of my game, not just my three point shot, but again, uh, I think my teammates believe in me and see the work that I'm putting in, and we're just moving the ball and we're taking the shots that we have. And every time that I have opportunity to shoot the basketball, three, they run, whatever, I'm going to step in with confidence and knock it down. I think for this team, a product of the work that I'm putting in, and my teammates trust me. Mark, you've been back for a handful of years. How is your body doing health wise with the you know the rigor of the schedule? Do you think there's another step to your game? Uh, to add a little bit more rhythm that we can use in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Uh, I think this is sixth game, something like that. But uh, I do feel good, but I still think I, I still got to get my legs under me. You know, I'm still going through those. Just getting back and playing these rounds, uh, competing. But I, I do feel good. You know, I'm doing the proper recovery that I need to do every day to take care of my body. And uh, I do think there's a, a, a whole nother level to reach. You know, and continue to learn my team. Get my wind under and be able to play at the same pace I'm playing the whole game. I'm really excited about that. Again, just trying to continue to build every every day and the results will come. Last really do Paulo have a strong understanding on what's helped that I guess helps us fast track uh, I think communication is the biggest one, but also just being able to be on the court and learn through our mistakes and the good things that we're doing. Um, and Paolo's a very mature hooper. He knows how to play basketball. I think I'm on, on the same. So, again, it's very quick to, to learn a guy like that's game. Also creates himself so easy. So just trying to get the ball in a spot where he can be effective. Again, I think it's just something that's going to continue to grow with everybody, not just me and Pete, but you're going to continue to see the chemistry of both the four. That's when we continue to take off. That's when we continue to take off. Okay. All of that out of the way. We've got a... I'm going to stop my share here. Because coming up... In our final segment... We've got... Yes, in our final segment... We've got the look ahead... Including games after the Sunday game. So, as we get a song set up, which will run, which will run out, which will will run us out of this segment. It's another Christmas song, and I think if you are learning Spanish. No disrespect to anybody who learns Spanish or anybody or or anybody who learns a different language, but the least Navidad is our outro music. Sorry, our outro music for this segment, rather. So that is coming up. But coming up on our show, 
we've got the look ahead. Plus, we'll wrap it up in a pretty little bow with a final look at the Penguins and Sabres lines. And we will actually, actually what we will do to wrap it all up is we will look at the Penguins and Sabres starting netminders to see who gets the start or if things did not change. I've just been alerted on Twitter and I think Pens fans will be alerted already that it is definitely going to be Casey DeSmith. Well, maybe things didn't change, but we're going to check in on that when we come back in our third and final segment of the show. So with that, taking us out, taking us out is Elise Navidad, and we'll be back to put a pretty bow on Friday's show from the from the Raptors and Magic right after this. Enjoy, enjoy the music. I'm back in just a moment. We're back to recap this show and put it in a nice little bow right after this. The look ahead is coming up next with Scott. Plus, a look at tonight's starting netminders for the Toronto, for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Buffalo Sabres. As we get ready, get you set up for Sabres and Pope and Penguins. Game two, home and home. Post game show coming up after the game. We're back right after this word to put it in a pretty bow. I 
Are you looking for great sports content from media, fans, coaches, and players alike? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, every Friday wherever you get your podcast. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters, so please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please feel free to check us out on our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for dash beginners dash podcast to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop. And you can follow me on Twitter at scumagregor3, that is scumagregor3, on, and on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore we will cover all things sports including the nfl mlb nhl nba ohl and whatever sport you are into you name it we've got it we may also talk a little bit outside of the sports world so please feel free to join us for the ride as our coverage of sports for beginners the podcast continues this is our first teaser episode it's our first trailer of the show and i am your host scott mcgregor and then i am always glad to be joined by the host of all over the map ali musa and the host of the on the ice and behind the benches podcast thomas mcgregor who is also my brother so please feel free to join us whenever you get a chance and make this part of your friday routine see you around Welcome back to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Once again, we're sending it back to Scott to put a pretty bow right now on the Magic versus the Raptors post-game show from Friday night. During this segment, it's the Raptors look ahead and the Magic look ahead, plus a look back at the Penguins and Sabres starting netminders tonight as the Pens and Sabres do it all again tonight. It's the Pens and the Sabres coming up. The post-game show comes your way right after the game goes final. But to bring that all to you, this segment, we are giving you a look at who the Penguins are sending to the net and the, against the Sabres. A final look is on the way right now. Back to Scott in the studio. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome back to Welcome back to Sports 
for beginners, the podcast. It's time to put a pretty bow on this show. And we're doing that with a look at the starting net minders for the Penguins and the for the Penguins and the Sabres. It still is unconfirmed. It still is unconfirmed according to the Daily Faceoff. But we are we know that Casey DeSmith will indeed get the start for the Penguins. Yuko Peket Lukadin could play him. But as you probably heard, as you probably heard, as you probably heard, he is uh, he is likely to get the start after the totals that I told you in our last uh, or in our show that wrapped up earlier already today. So it, it's going to be Casey the Smith versus Yuka Pekka Lukaren. Sorry if I get the name wrong, but um, I'm I'm trying my best to get these names right. Welcoming us back into the show here was. Paul McCartney, wonderful Christmas time. Always does a great, it's always a great thing to hear Christmas music as we run, as we run our show here. Our outro post-game music, and of course our outro music that will send us to that music and message is coming up. But before we get to that, we've done the look ahead to the Penguins and the Sabres goaltending uh, it's not confirmed on as far as it goes for the daily face-off but that's okay it looks like that is the likely scenario so we will wait and see i'll be with you after the game for the post-game show for game two of that of that game of that home and home series but while we are awaiting it to go final, let's put a pretty bow on this with our post-game show for the Raptors and Magic. Obviously, the Raptors and Magic, for both sides, they will play each other tomorrow, December the 11th, at 6 p.m. You can see it on Sportsnet 1. Another game you could see on Sportsnet 1 is the Sacramento Kings battling the Raptors on December the 14th at 7.30. We will not be recapping that game, but we will, as part of our last one we do before we go on commercial, before we go on to a commercial, in this case, before we go on to our season break, rather. We will be recapping the game between the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, and the Raptors at 7:30 December the 16th. That game will be recapped by myself, and we may have Ali and Thomas join us for that. But they are joining us for our Friday episode before that, which is Nets and Raptors during our 
Friday holiday special. We will talk a little bit of post. We'll talk a little bit of sports, but we'll also talk more about other other things, including the holidays. Speaking of, as you get closer to Christmas, it's the Warriors at 6 p.m. after that 7.30 start that we will be recapping between the Nets and Raptors, 7.30 on December 16th. We will be recapping that game. The Warriors play on the Warriors play the Raptors at 6 p.m. We will be recapping that game. We will be recapping Raptors and Sixers on December 19th. But both of those games will not drop or they will drop during our hiatus, but they may not drop very quickly. They may drop during some point in in January or during our hiatus. They may not, but they won't drop on time. So I'll let you guys know more about that during our one-hour Christmas commercial break-free episode of our podcast, episode 19. For and meanwhile, for the Magic, after the game on Sunday, December 11th, against the Raptors, they are against the Hawks on December 14th at 7 p.m. December 16th, they are against the Celtics at 7.30 p.m. At 3 o'clock on December 18th, they play the Celtics again. So that's uh, a little bit of a home and home, I think, is what you could call it. That is a three o'clock start in Boston. Oh, no, sorry. That's a sorry. They're both in Boston. So that's a another one of the games that we're looking at right now. So that is again. So the second game of that one is a three o'clock start on December 18th. December 16th is a 7.30 start in Boston. And they will face the Hawks December 19th at 7.30 as we get closer to, yes, closer to, yes, we are getting closer to Christmas. So, alrighty, the hay is in the barn. And with that being said, taking us out as we go into our outro post game message and out and outro post game show music, we taking us out another good holiday song. We've got coming out. Now, it's a little bit of a heartbreaker one, but bear with me. It's uh, la- it's Last Christmas, which is coming your way as we wrap up. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And we want to remind everybody that we are wishing you guys a happy holiday, happy 
Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. Happy Hanukkah to all of you. We want to remind you also to hold fast, stay true. Let's go, Raptors. Let's go, Magic. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Sabres. Go, Jets. Go. Go, Sabres. Go. Go. Go, Habs. Go. What I, whatever team you cheer for, we've got them here on the podcast. So taking us out as we go, as we want to remind you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. I have been your host, Scott McGregor, and this has been Game one of two Raptors and Magic post-game shows. This has been the post-game show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I have been your host, Scott McGregor, and I'm looking forward to seeing you Pens fans all again a little later tonight as we recap Pens and Sabres. Sabres, Pens. Game two coming up next. Post game show coming up after the game. you so much for joining us on this post-game show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on this post-game show. We want to remind you that coming up is the Penguins and Sabres post-game show on this po- on this podcast. Plus, Bills, Jets, and Magic and Raptors, once again, post-game shows of those are coming up on Sunday. Check, check, it, check you later. Happy holidays, everybody. And once again, we want to remind you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Outro music and outro music and outro message is coming up next. Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show 
And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. <laughs> 